Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 11th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, doing great. Start of another season. Just ready to go. Just uh, full disclosure, this is this is take two. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you I'm gonna put you out there right now. I may or may not have remembered to hit the record button. We got we only got like 18 minutes in. Yeah, for, you know, the reason we discovered you weren't recording is you made such an inappropriate joke that left us both laughing hysterically that we knew it was going to have to be cut. <laughs> you decided to go look and you figured you found out you weren't recording it. You know, I'm going to have to say that usually I'm reminded to record and today I wasn't I, reminded. I asked you if you were recording right before we started. Anyway, so this is we're reloading here. You know, this is like uh, I've yeah. got a lot of responsibility over here with the record button, and it's not <laughs> always easy to find. You know, it's sometimes you forget. All right, we got a we got a golf is back this week. Sneaky, sneaky good week of golf. I I kind of uh, I think it's a you got a you got different times, different formats. You got all the you know you got a match play in the morning, coffee golf. You have. Um, a, all the rookies kind of showing up on the PGA Tour, which is always exciting. I think to kind of see some fresh blood, new faces, guys who are, you know, have made it back to the tour or, or there for the first time, and it's on. You know, I think one of the better courses on the PGA Tour schedule. I would say, More yes, exciting. really cool course. McDonald Rayner, TPC. <laughs> how did how did TPC weasel their way into that name? <laughs> That's what I want to know. They have not. They have nothing to do with it. <laughs> what? Yeah. How did that happen? Especially at like a resort like this. I assume that's, you know, independent. You know, run and owned. Maybe I'm making that false assumption there. But like, is it TPC Greenbrier? No. It's like you know. It's not like the. I, I don't get it. What? Yeah. What exactly comes with the TPC name? I don't know prestige it's not like a it's not a tpc course either like it's a right it was built in like 1916 right. right. or right. 20 or something right. like that i can't remember what year it was you're making you're making many great points here uh so yeah solid very very solid week um or all around i think you got you got event in amsterdam which you know it's like the worst for the wear open right the sky high open. Is that what you want to? High as a kite open. <laughs> I mean, it. You got to assume some European tour players who are already a little kind of 
more have more joie de vivre and, and embrace you know a little bit more of all that life has to offer than the PJ tour rota or, or maybe getting loose out in Amsterdam. I bet Westy's out celebrating somewhere or something. You know, <laughs> is he even playing? Yeah, he's. How do you not know Westy's in the field? I, I mean, he's one I, of the headliners. I guess I could see that for sure. So solid week of golf. You've been bitching about oh, there are no events. You know, you finished last episode yelling about there are no events. What? Well, no, no, no. Let's let's be clear here. This is you're misrepresenting my take. What's that? The take is not that like we shouldn't have time off. It's that it's August or is it it's September? It's, yeah. This is a golf time. This is golf. T- everybody in the country's playing golf now. This is <laughs> peak golf and you have no events going on. <laughs> All right. I'm going to start off. Let's start it with a uh, reader message of the week. I enjoyed this one. I'm sorry. I'm way behind on messages. I apologize. I'll try to get back. I just I've let DMs and emails go the last I've, week. I've been letting those go for like six months. I know. Leave it to me. Um, I got to hit the record button. You take care of messages. <laughs> All right. Here's a message from John Woel. Here's uh, he says here's here are his suggestions. A new segment should be the Fred Funk piss in a cup. Occasional award for some irrelevant activity to address an actual real problem. I kind of love this. It's like our analogy the other day of like, you know, grabbing drivers off a van, not during play is like making Fred Funk pee in a cup when you're trying to drug test. I don't know. Dustin Johnson. Um, second from John Wall, Cola guard. I, I like this. Cola guard should be the sponsor for the driver testing. So we had some ideas about how does this work? It should be on a board should make a big show of it. So John's suggestion is that, animation of the poop emoji so we're not getting graphic here poop emoji it's you know very friendly it's it's an image uh it's, it's, a, world, it's a worldwide icon yeah the poop emoji so the cola guard animation of the poop emoji going into the box if your driver shows up as conforming or missing the box and just catastrophe if it's non-conforming <laughs> Could, so that, could we I, make I, it? Could we make it where it's like sliding down the side of the box? <laughs> then you start getting a little graphic. But yes, I, I you could. If Cola what, Guard, what if it's, if it's a near miss, it could slide down the box. I mean, hopefully they give Cola Guard the creative <laughs> the near miss. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Cola Guard have the creative expression to kind of get have some fun with it, you know. So I enjoyed that from John. Well. I'm fascinated. Driver testing in play now this week at Greenbrier. I got I got some good stuff on on driver testing. I got a no, little, a little I got a little water cooler talk. <laughs> a little inside info from the driving range. Can I just say water cooler talk is just like it doesn't exist anymore. It's like the most antiquated cliche that has no modern day application. Another one that. What needs do you mean? To- are you saying that water coolers don't exist anymore? Because like, if, if are you are you that removed from going into an office that you don't understand that people huddle around the water cooler? They don't. I'm just saying this phenomenon doesn't but exist. What do you anymore. mean they don't? They don't. I don't know that they ever did. 
You're crazy. That's... Maybe the coffee room, the break room, or something. Well, like that's that. where usually the water cooler is. It's a dumb phrase. Another one that needs to die is this whole joke. Everybody get off these jokes about the long off season. Like, oh, well, it's been the longest off season. Now I'm back. Right? Like, we understand the old season just ended like two weeks ago. It was like that last year in October. Like well, the off season wasn't long enough for me. It was too long. Yeah, you're not mad. long. It's too long. Shouldn't have <laughs> right, been. What, what, should have been this? an off season in the middle of the season. What is this water cooler talk you got? All right, so we got this uh, this new system. Let me find it here. This new the it's driver a, testing. It's it's this driver testing system. It's uh it's color coded. I didn't know about this. What does that mean? So when somebody gets tested, it's it's kind of similar to the poop emoji <laughs> that we were just talking about, but it also includes a near miss with the sliding down the. <laughs> so we got green, we got yeah. the color system. Green, green means I assume you're good, right? Green is the club is conforming and may be used in subsequent rounds. There good to go. go. All right. Yellow. The club is conforming and may be used in subsequent round, but the result is within the USGA's published tolerance, which is 0.18. So a big tolerance. It's a, it's a wide berth. They give them wide berth, in my opinion. A lot of tolerance. Very tolerant, USGA, on this. Uh, this means that during any subsequent testing, there is a higher likelihood that the club, when tested, will exceed the limit plus tolerance continued usage of the club could further increase the likelihood that the club will exceed the limit plus tolerance okay can we park here for a second yeah i'd love to park let's talk so if they test some guy randomly like let's just assume that these guys are getting tested yeah once or twice a year maybe yeah it sounds like everybody who's fully exempt will be tested at least once so, so somebody could pop their driver and it could be point or two fifty seven right yeah. under the limit, right? And they're just like, "Oh, here you go, yeah. go back, go ahead." And say it's and like then not, one not, drive later, it could be over the yeah. limit. Yeah, and say he got tested in October. Yeah, and now he's got nine months of you know anxiety free. He assumes he's not getting pulled again. And then he well, gets tested. And then he gets tes tested the next season in August. Well, this is kind of what they say, or I don't know. They say about the NBA, like, I mean, I you hear like Bill Simmons talk about this every now and then. Like, there's only so many drug tests you get. So, like, if you get you get two drug tests. So, like, if you have your like second one in like February, and you these guys just go, they know they're not going to test the rest of the year. It's just like they just like import like weed by the pound as soon as this like let's let let's go i got my second test i'm free and clear march april may we're gonna be you know token up so i don't know i mean you could kind of do this with the driver right once you yeah, get your totally absolutely it's just so then the red is the club is deemed to have been damaged into a non-conforming state and as such, may not be used in subsequent rounds. What? What is this? What is this like exculpatory language? Damn it! Yeah. What is this like passive? Like 
These guys had nothing to do. They started trying to get a leg up. No, no, the club was damaged. You weren't like cheating or pushing it to the limit or trying to, you know, gain it. Was, in, in. It was damaged. It was damaged. Sorry. It's not your fault. The club was damaged. These guys use damaged drivers all the time. What? What is this soft language? Lord. So that's a little background on, on the color. I didn't system. know that. I didn't know. All. So they are not getting numbers. They're just getting your driver's green, your driver's yellow, your driver's red. Maybe what, Maybe the PGA Tour has a special machine that only spits out <laughs> colors. It sounds especially bad if you can't get an actual reading. What if Monaghan's the only one that gets the reading? <laughs> All right, so I didn't know that. All right, that's the background. Is that right. your water cooler talk? No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, okay. So this was uh, this was overheard on the Greenbrier Range, yeah, from a from a trusted source. Okay, okay. Greenbrier Range, first week of testing. First week of testing. Lots of questions about testing. So <laughs> you know, clubs rep, club reps were explaining it. All right, and. This was overheard when a club rep, rep was explaining it to a player. Can't wait for this. So they take your driver. So this is from the rep. So they take your driver to test it, and it'll come back either yellow or red. <laughs> All right. So just green is off the board, according to the equipment rep. Well, the player was wondering, what about green? <laughs> That's what the, the player responded with. Rep. <laughs> If it comes back green, we'll give you a new head anyways. <laughs> oh, my God. This if, is... <laughs> if it comes back green, we've totally messed up. <laughs> and you need a new head. How about that guy saying... How about him just starting off the bed? like, they're going to take your drive. I'll come back yellow or red. That's it. <laughs> green? What about, what about green? <laughs> this is disturbing. This is alarming. Right? <laughs> Like, why can't it just be either green or red? I know. And, like, we don't have this stupid tolerance guide. Like, okay, like, like, what's the word? Like, is it really going to, like, negatively affect the, the uh, equipment manufacturers? Like, that they're going to have, like, a, you know, like, they just have to sort out the heads that come back green before they give them to tour pros? Like, is that that hard? How many heads are on the tour truck? Like, hundreds? <laughs> this is disturbing it's insanity this is crazy that like and it makes you uh, i mean this is kind of why we were i was so alarmed in july when this really kind of started getting hot like the fact that there's not been testing for this when we all like this is all you need to know this equipment rep was like it's got to be yellow and if it's not yellow it's red it's so far yellow that you've gone into red and like I don't know. It just make that combined with the language of, you know, your club was damaged. It's like, no, uh, it's really interesting how, how we're not allowed to be critical or, or, you know, we're not allowed to look kind of skeptical at at some of these people's motives. And think about uh, what the way the rep talked about it too. Oh, well it's going to come back red or yellow. And if it's green, we got to get you a new head, right? Right. We got to get into yellow. So if if say one of his this these guys players gets popped, they gotta switch out the head. They put they put a yellow guy in for for an hour when the US when it gets tested, 
And then they just pop a new red on. That's kind of amazing. And then the guy doesn't get tested for a year. And nobody it, knows he had a red. That's kind of crazy. I do like the color scheme. You like it? Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> red? Well, that's red probably guy. why they did it. Yeah. So you know. Uh, was it the Axio tour rep? Talking to Ernie? <laughs> I think Axio's like... I can't they're... believe you figured it out. Axio's <laughs> <laughs> got like... 18 tour refs swarm in the range. They're just packing it in. Uh, all right. That's some great... I saw, I saw an Axio demo day once. Really? I talked to the Axio rep. Where? It was, Chicago? No, it was at, uh, at, at the Cal, at Cal Club. Oh. And the Axio rep came by and I go, hey, you're Axio guy. And he was like, yeah. I go, I go Big Earn likes these things, huh? He kind of looked at me. He like had no clue what I was talking about. <laughs> doesn't even know. They got a they got the second best player of the generation using their club, so he doesn't even doesn't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was disappointed. I almost wrote them an email. All right. Um my event of the week already just really delivered. Shout out to uh Shotgun Start community, by the way. We had a guy, Frank McDermott, over in Slovakia updating us that the BFB was, you know, boy for Bratislava was just one shot clear with only a few holes to go in the Slovak Open, the great Slovak Open. Then we had another user, a listener. Playoff, right? Yeah. Sammy McGee, I think, tweeted me a stream for this, uh, this playoff. It's just this Instagram live. And then the shotgunners jumped in the chat, added a little spice. They're yelling about, you know, commenting. You know, there's probably some innocent Slovak operating this Instagram account. And he's bombarded with comments. He's uh, people shouting, Brandon, you know, the shouting BFB. One guy made a joke about, um, you know, is that Ricky waiting for him on the side of the green? Was that Ricky in blue? Uh, I'm really disappointed that I missed this. So it wasn't, I mean, the stream was not, I think it had two viewers before I was alerted to it. And it went to like 20. Someone made the joke that the, you know, Sabo is the needle. We've, we've got real, we can move it with shotgun start. <laughs> man. With 10 X, two, two to, to 20. 20. There you go. <laughs> That's it's kind of a wild scene. You beat some guy with a push cart that had his clubs on the outside of the bag. Like a machine gun type thing. Do you like think the, it helps them get them in and out quicker? Well, yeah, you just pull. It's like a rack. It's so like it's a like display a, rack. So it's like a machine gun for golf clubs. Fire, fire clubs faster. Sure. Yeah, the better analogy is that it's like a push cart. That's like a display rack. You can just pull them off the rack. So I don't know. That guy lost to Sabatini. I heard there was a lot of partying going on. There were only two. Two interviewers afterwards, and one of them somehow managed to ask about Hideki. <laughs> the can Hideki win just will find every golf event in every corner of the globe. And one because Sabatini started talking about going to the Zozo, his fall schedule. And somebody, I mean, I don't know, Hideki came up. There's a lot of interest in Japan. You know, the local Slovak guy was trying to get an interview, and, and they're talking about Japan. I think. Uh, Sabatini goes, Hideki, he's a good friend of mine. His English is, uh, okay. It's about as good as my Slovak, which means it's not good at all. 
He was just speaking in pure South African English. I wonder if they find that offensive. I I mean, I would. His wife was on the bag. There's just so much material coming that came out of this. I watched it for like 10 minutes. It was just delightful. Let me ask you a question. Is it disappointing that Sabo didn't run away with this thing? Yeah. I mean, I saw the one guy who was 20th at a two. They had the indexes for... The non-pros in the field. The one guy had like a two was like a two point three, two point one index, and he was twentieth. There were a couple like plus threes, plus twos, you know, in there. But like the one guy had a two point something. So what you're saying is it was comprised with a lot of amateurs. Yeah, you need to get out there. You should have been there playing this event at Panati. Reporting, you should have drone that par six. Could have done a big feature on the par six and how. You know, pars are relevant. We need more par sixes. I was playing today, and some guy was, I, I birdied a par five. And he goes, great birdie. I go, that wasn't a birdie. That was a par four. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an asshole. And he goes, uh, he looks at me. He goes, what do you mean? I go, I had a five iron in. It's not a par five. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, yeah, we should get you out there. Your index would certainly... Do you think yeah. the par six? It's not a par six. It's a par five. No, it sounds like a full six. <laughs> You're saying it takes four shots for those guys to get there. I thought I thought the guy that gave us the intel on the design yesterday said it's not up. It's not downhill at all. It's like yeah, eight hundred yards. Not, it would only take three shots. Eh, three and a wedge. Three and maybe a chip. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> 300, 250, 250 is 800. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, yeah, I guess you're, can you hit three straight good, you know, three straight shots that are good, you know. In, Think in, about how much worse, how how much that separates a good player from like the average guy is 800, shots 800 yards. Three good straight shots of 250 plus yards. Like a 15 handicap needs like almost two shots on that hole. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that that's the uh, Slovak Open. Fantastic early morning treat. Uh, Rory, right, so- Rory's got to be the front runner for the uh, flag bearing responsibility. Yeah, he's working his way in. Seems to really be embracing his his, his role over there. He's won the national championship now. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> he beat out a couple, you know, low handicaps, a couple, couple scratch players. See, this is why this is why at the very least the Olympics should have like a two-man team component to it because it would just be amazing to see Rory dealing with another Slovak like who is like a two <laughs> handicap as his partner while he's trying to play against you know uh, Brooks and DJ. Yeah, it was a interesting wild wild event. They were taking pictures with all these like I don't know yeah, he- very attractive Eastern European women. They had them like you know holding like you know six on each arm it's just like this very circus type atmosphere anyways enjoyable watch you know what my event of the week is what's that solheim cup it should be it should be i'm i'm pretty pumped up for this let's get to our schedule schedule for the week 
We have the Solheim Cup. That's starting Friday and Saturday at 3 a.m. So this will be perfect. Match play golf, coffee golf. Um, hey, we're going to be together. It's kind of tense. Well, we could do maybe. the open up, uh, open all night. We're supposed to be together. I, I've always, you know, hold out, you know, that being definitive until we're actually in the same room. Um, yeah, we, we may be together for that. So Friday, 3 a.m., Saturday, 3 a.m. Perfect. Event of the week. There's some tension here. This occasionally gets tense. Although no Christy Kerr. She's usually the Pat Reed of the, the Pat Reed type. Back uh, air injury, right? Stacy Lewis. Oh, Stacy Lewis. Stacy Lewis backed out. She actually made the team. Christy Kerr did not make the team. Stacy Lewis withdrew. It's hearkening back to your flashback Friday last week. I was thinking maybe a writer would have to jump in like Beth Ann Nichols or something in the Bernard Darwin role. That'd be uh, tough shoes, tough shoes to fill. She wouldn't have the stymie at her, at her disposal. <laughs> Instead, they have uh, Allie McDonald, who's like an alternate on the site. Uh, all right. So we're going to try to get a guest maybe for that for Friday. We, yeah. we want some proper, proper Solheim Cup discussion the pod will drop right right when you're getting ready to wake up and watch that solheim cup 3 a.m yeah right. i'll probably just stay awake uh all right elsewhere we have the military uh, i don't know if this is a golf tournament championship open but i do know it's a military tribute at the Greenbrier. so a few maybe a few golf shots scattered in between but is that like a, is it a monday outing I don't know. It's a tribute. It's a military tribute. I mean, they're they're just shooting off cannons, marching, waving flags. I don't know. I guess it's a golf tournament. Some golf shots. So that is uh, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. on a golf channel. Good event, in my opinion. Right? Very good. Do you think it's? Do you think it's elevated in this spot as opposed to its? Got a dead spot in early July between the opens, the two opens. Yeah, you know why it's it's got it's got a nice spot. It's people are, people have missed golf for a couple of weeks because it's been such a long off season. Yeah, and uh, I it, you always have the uh, the Greenbrier contingent. Although I will say, the Greenbrier contingent's getting a, lo- a little long in the tooth. I think that it's time for them to get some new ambassadors, some new blood in there. I got to give away some new mountain home, mountainside homes. Who would you like to, most like to see in the Greenbrier commercials? That's not right now. It's <laughs> a good question. I don't know that I have a great answer. What's up with my tongue? Uh, I don't know. Ricky Fowler. Need, does seem needs, like needs more commercials, you know. <laughs> he he could he could find you know maybe on like below his collar on his back he could put <laughs> put Greenbrier logo right. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, so it's not a strong field. I think there's three of the top twenty five in the world, but I, I don't know that those are always the point of these events. It's kind of seeing some of the rookies, seeing the new blood. Yeah, I think uh, this is a better event now. I do miss the Safeway. I, I miss we'll like get the, the Safeway. But I just thinking. miss it in the opener spot. I just miss yeah. Brendan Steele being FedEx Cup number one. Kevin Tway. <laughs> I just have so many memories of 
guys like persevering, getting to be the best player in the world. This week we're going to have a new best player in the world. Are you? I mean, it's exciting. That's. I can't believe they did the Safeway dirty. They took away this opportunity to crown a number one player in the world. You know, <laughs> new FedEx. You know they're doing Wednesday. I just got the PR release. They're doing the teleconference to announce the player of the year. But it's going to be upstaged just like five days later with the new best player in the world, new number one in the FedEx Cup. This is honestly like your Christmas. This is where. I feel like this podcast really kind of took off when you you started getting all fired up about Kevin Tway being the number one player in the world last time. I was I I was happy for him, you know. I was well, not that, fired up. I was extremely happy. I, I'm a lifelong fan of Gaines. Gaines. And I just I, I was I had been wondering when he was going to get there, and you know he arrived. <laughs> all right. Um, so that that'll be you know. FedEx Cup number one watch basically all weekend. What if Davy Jude wins in his FedEx Cup number one? Is he in there? Yeah. Is he in the field? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wasn't there a big scandal about him last year? Cheating? Like erasing scorecards with like like with the eraser erasing scores? Really? Yes. Do I have the wrong guy? I hope I, I hope I don't have the wrong guy. That wouldn't be good. I'm pretty sure there was a scandal with him, like physically taking the eraser, the butt end of a pencil, scorecard pencil, and uh, erasing scores in some like qualifier or something the week before. I, I I don't I don't see anything about him doing that in a quick Google search. I don't want to be sued here, but I swear to God. Um, I I don't see anything in here. I just maybe Googled. That, maybe I got I, the wrong guy. I think you did. I think you need to issue an apology to David. I apologize. Jay. I apologize. It's, it's some guy got in last year, like a week or two after. Shit, I do have the wrong guy. I think I'll have to find that out. Confirm that for right. No, no, no. It's I hope him. I, it's him. It is. Yeah, yeah. I just found it. <laughs> Let's all be really happy for Dave Jude. Who I disqualified in a web. Do you, think he cha- do you think he changed his name to Davy after this incident? <laughs> Joseph Gunnerman tweeted on July second, twenty eighteen. Let's all be really happy for Dave Jude, who I disqualified in a web.com tour Monday qualifier for all caps erasing scores and changing them at PGA Tour, at Minor League Golf, at West Florida Golf. It was on the Minor League Golf Tour. No way. Yeah, and then he uh, he got into the the uh, the green fire like military tribute disqualified. Uh, I think he he tried to clear his name. I, I you know I think he had an explanation for it. But yeah. so so what if Davy Jude is world is world number one? <laughs> I mean, there might be some things that come up from the past, you know. Might have to reckon with his past. All right. I didn't know he was in it. You know who? Oh, my God. You know who's leading things off? Sane Moon Bay. You think that's a, You think that's an honor they gave him as an actual member of the military? Yeah. I mean, I, the I guy imagine... Was in the military. I don't see Billy Hurley here. Is Billy Hurley the master? <laughs> oh, he's in the... Why didn't he get it? He said they gave it to Sane Moon Bay. I guess it's all military. 
not just American, Korean military as well. So he gets the leadoff spot. Seems like a spot that the troops would dominate, the PXG troops. You got Zach Johnson is in the field. I don't know who else from the PXG stable. Did you see who's got the Mr. 300 this this year? Yes, I did. And we should be careful about that. John Senden is a way better golfer than J.J. Henry ever was. I know? agree. He also had like horrible, horrible like medical hardship. Yeah. Getting very, very sick. I don't feel bad about John Senden compared to. Yeah. I, d- I think it's Mr. a terrible rule, though. Is it's this the thing now every year, Mr. 300? Do they come due every year? Like, is I there like it. a waiting list? Once you hit 300, <laughs> there can only be one 300 made cut spons- uh, spon- uh, exemption. And there's That's like a, a waiting point. list. I'm on the 300 waiting list. <laughs> That's a good point. That's it's like you're point. waiting for a heart or a liver. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for your last season on the PGA Tour. <laughs> For your 300 cut exemption. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So good. All right. By the way, talking about troops, you want to let's finish the schedule. Finish the schedule. All right. On PGA Tour Champions, we have the Ally Challenge at Warwick Hills. Just a 54 hole event. We, uh, former site of the Buick. We got, I got a R. message. I. Yeah, we got a message. We may have someone on the ground that's going to be watching Scott, uh, Ron Burgundy closely. Ronnie B. We will have you know, foot soldiers on the ground. Ronnie, Ronnie B. is a mustache away from really looking like Ronnie B. <laughs> so he's in the field. We have the Allied Challenge in Warwick Hills. I wonder. Yeah. Nah, I'm not going to leave it alone. All right, European Tour, as we mentioned, the KLM Open. Headlining the field, Sergio, Pat Reed, Matt Wallace, Keimer, Harrington, Podrick, Trevor Immelman, Lee Westwood. Trevor Immelman? (laughs) I'm just reading names. What? He won a Masters. Like over a decade ago. (laughs) Lee Westwood, Thomas Peters, Ashen Wu. And a lot of the ball. That's who I have seen listed as headliners. Uh, and our guy, Barry Henson. Shout out to David Isaacson. He's the local player manager for Barry this week. Very handsome. <laughs> Said he saw Immelman and I think Reed out grinding at like 6 a.m. 6.30 on like Monday. I feel like Reed should have gone and supported his buddy uh, Rory's uh, Slovak Open. Yeah, they are buddies. That's right. All right, so that covers the schedule on TV, at least. You have any other events? We got uh, Euro. We got Tour U.S. Mid Am this weekend. I was going to say, it's there a, you go. It'll be exciting. Colorado Golf Club Common Ground. It'll be uh, be a good time. Good luck cool. to all the competitors. Have fun, you know, and soak it all in. Enjoy it. There you go. Uh, so yeah, on TV we have LPGA Solheim. Then we go to Greenbrier, and then we also have little champions in Euro. All right. Uh, we are back. PGA Tour Live. Fan vote Friday. Featured groups. You know, in the past, they've not done any of the, the wraparound schedule. So you're paying these monthly fees, or I guess an annual fee if you do it. But you're paying a monthly fee, and there's just no PGA Tour Live from, you know, October to February 1st. 
but it's still 10 bucks a month. It's a, it's a smart business. Now it appears, yeah, it's smart if you have guys who just don't realize their subscriptions continue to running. So, but now we're actually getting coverage. PGA Tour Live, able to get out there. New Put season. The, turn the cameras yeah. on. They're up in the production value. So Thursday morning, we have Duffner, Zach Johnson, and Jimmy Walker. Just, and that's group one. Group two, Keegan Bradley, Bryson DeChambeau, and Scott Piercy. Oh, Bryson would be a great Greenbrier ambassador. That's, I was, yeah, thinking that. I didn't want to throw him out there. Who's the last one? Piercy. Oh, Piercy. Bryson, Bryson and Piercy hate golf. Here's my Bryson admitted it. <laughs> he said, I hate golf. Here's my issue with this. Who's the other guy with him? Keegan. He might hate golf. <laughs> he might too. Here's my issue. We got all these new faces. We got Hovland. We got all, you know, Maverick McNeely made it to the pro. Like all these guys. And you're giving me Duffner. Major Zubik, winner. Major winner. Walker. Major winner. No, the, no. PGA Baltimore is not a major. That would that one PGA is. <laughs> am, I, am I making good points at least? That's a half. But I just like that's not so you, the purpose. You got, of you this got four major championships in that group. But this is who wants to watch that first week of September in Greenbrier? Like, yeah, but me- I would say that. 80 70 percent of the pga tour live people probably don't even know who victor hovland is i would say the opposite i'd say if you have pga tour live you have it because you know those people and you're excited and want to watch them you're already a hardcore nut i don't think there's just some like general sports fan that can't wait to stream jimmy fucking walker on thursday in september (laughs) i'm sorry like they're already pga tour hardcore fans that you got Scheffler, McNeely, and Hovland in a group. Let me ask you a question. Instead, we're getting Scott Piercy and, you know, Jason Duffner. With, with the PGA Tour Live, you know, instead of us complaining about, about this every time, I'm going to offer up a solution I just thought of. What's that? What if PGA Tour Live, you know, they got one camera crew, right? Uh, they got two, technically. They got two camera crews that follow sure. two groups. Sure. What if what if they they followed like a block of four groups and showed like them each play one hole every four holes and because. would you like that better? And the, and there was so then you saw eight groups. You saw eight groups and you would just be it would just be different players coming through different spots on the golf course. Or do you like the one single group for one hole every all 18 holes? Um I mean, they kind of do both. They do do like featured holes streams and stuff. Just not when there's no TV coverage. I, I don't know. What, what also, would you like? They also do when Cameron Champ posts a low nine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I, I assume you're the course guy. You'd probably want to see like multiple groups take on the same kind of hole. Uh, I, you know, I just go back and forth on it. But I, I, I mean, I don't. I actually like like watching guys play eighteen holes. I think that's like interesting because you see how these guys build their rounds. You see all the shots. You see way more interaction. Like, you know, the PGA Tour live. Uh, 
product has like down, downtime, but I, I just like the idea of watching somebody play 18 holes. Uh, yeah. But yeah. it would be, it's nice to see more players, right? It would alleviate some of these, like who are you going to show? And especially like the bigger tournaments, like where you just don't get to watch anybody in the morning. Maybe we get that down the line, you know, maybe we get, we're always told like the next, the next innovation is going to be like, I just want to watch a certain player and you can watch every shot, like kind of like the masters, except yeah. You know how the masters is now calling every highlight, you know, immediately after it's done. They are. Um, what? I'm joking. All right. There you go. All right, so so that's featured groups on Thursday. On Friday, we have Mark Leishman, Brandon Grace, and Sunjay M as group one. Sunjay must be the rookie of the year. They, it's <laughs> the first sign that he's getting it. Vote fan, vote, fan vote Friday choices. We have Kevin Na, Bubba Watson, Scott Stallings, Danny Lee, Kevin Streelman, Jason Kokrak. And that's Scheffler, McNeely, Hovland. So wait, I apologize. Maybe they're not on the morning draw on Thursday. And that's why they're not on there. But they are given a fan vote option. So you know, you got to I bet Bubba wins that. He's a Greenbrier, you know, guy. So probably has to win. I can't believe I can't believe he's not in one of them. I'm surprised by that too. That's not poor. Sung J M got it over him. Yeah. Well, I guess they're just they're just fixing the vote. I think so. So I got a I got a separate release from like Golf Channel that already has them just plugged in as feature group for Friday. Seems like they're counting their chickens. Is that a yawn? No. Hey. So on the subject of uh We'd be done now if I remembered to hit the record button. <laughs> we would. On the subject of uh, feature groups, I did my Ricky tour live audit today. Took way more time than I care to admit. <laughs> way more time. How'd you go back through it? I, I, I'm on some lists. I can, I get some inside info. Uh, so, all right. So Ricky played 14 events that weren't majors this year. So he played 18 events. 14 of them were, you know, non-majors. Obviously, played all four majors. He appeared. So this comes from we were we heard a rumor that some players were joking that PGA Tour Live was now called Ricky Tour Live. If you weren't around listening, you know that's the derivation of Ricky Tour Live. So here's the audit from this last year. Started at Farmers, ended at the Tour Championship. Played in 14 events. He appeared 25 times. His group on PGA Tour Live in 14 events. That's a lot. That's they double back. They, they find his group. Even if he's in the afternoon, they're like, he's now the featured group. Saturday, Sunday, he's the featured group. 25 times. On 14, all 14 events, you know, you're either featured group Thursday or Friday, depending on the wave. He was one of those all 14 times. All 14 times he was in the featured group or in the fan vote Friday. Does Ricky, that make sense? Ricky Tour Live. So literally every event he played, he was either immediately inserted into a featured group for Thursday or Friday morning or put on the fan vote Friday ballot. You know what that's good for? All 14 for 14. 
It's a big stat that you can put on your uh, your brand activation um, report. <laughs> this is why you pay Ricky the big bucks. That's true. Might now, not win tournaments, but he's going to be be on all the time. So now there were, however, in fan vote Friday, he was on the ballot six times. He went three and three. Won three times, lost three times. Lost at the end. He lost at uh, Northern Trust and the BMW. When there's like, you can't stack. There's only so many you know, smaller fields, Every a lot of good players. And, it's hard to, like, and he was not like high in the FedEx Cup. So he was right. playing with like player yeah. the players that have performed at the same level as him who aren't so, PGA Tour Live guys. So he was three and one going into those last two weeks, and he lost at Northern Trust and BMW to go three and three on Fan Vote Friday. His one loss prior to those playoffs, do you recall? Was that the players? Yes, that was Democracy in Action. We all remember the great overthrow of Ricky Spieth. Fan Vote Friday at the Players Championship. His only Fan Vote Stenson, loss: Stenson Scott and Keimer. Keimer. His only fan vote loss prior to the playoffs is at the players when we wow. stuffed the ballot. What? What? You, nice, nice work with that. Yeah. So all fourteen events he was on Thursday or Friday or, or Reg, regular t- regular season. Rick only had one loss, and <laughs> it was the people. Uh, so that that's my my Ricky tour live audit. All right. Any other thoughts on the schedule? The schedule. You want to do a quick uh, fall series preview? Might as well. Lightning round. Let's do lightning round. We, lightning round. We're at we're so at like four, 45 minutes. So plus eighteen that we lost at the beginning. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to get slap happy. It's it's getting late. I'm. I got to do recess duty tomorrow for ninety minutes. What what is it? Recess duty even? I don't know. I didn't even know. My wife signed me up. We got to get volunteer <laughs> hours. Thought I was going to watch like my kids' class for thirty minutes. No, it's ninety minutes, all grades one through eight. I gotta watch eighth graders on the resale. Uh, what am I do? What am I making sure they're not like? What am I supervising? Because you you're supposed to volunteer hours, and this is a way to get it. Like I got, I got to coach basketball. Like this isn't hot. Ninety minutes, so I got to get to bed. Ninety minutes of recess duty. All right, what's the event you're most looking forward to in the fall? Um, we got 11, 11 official starts or events. I have to say the 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 shark shootout. I said official. God damn it! All right, I'll I'll say the the Zozo. Why? It's going to Japan. You know, I, I, I'm not the tour. The tour is going to be in Japan. It's going to be a great field. I just I'm excited about it's a country that should have golf, big time golf in it. It's it's been a huge golf country since like the early 1900. Yeah, I think it's either that that's up there for me too. I think it might be this week or the Sanderson. Yeah, New Year's. I picked the Sanderson. I just need to have my there. These first the Peacock Classic. So here's where we go. Just as a refresher, Greenbrier Sanderson Safeway. Shriners Houston Open. I think that's a five good five five game slate to open it. Then we do Asia CJ Cup Zozo. 
and WGC with an opposite field event in Bermuda. If you finishing, could, if you could banish one event off the schedule. Well, that was my next question. Finish. Oh. We finished with Mayakoba and Sea Island. So that's 11 and 10 weeks. Mayakoba itches. <laughs> it's terrible. All right. What? Well, yeah. What's your, what's, what's your least favorite event? Worst event on the schedule of these 11. You know, I, I don't like the Shriners. You know why? Because it's, well, I guess it's in a new spot now. Why? What was the old spot that bothered you? Well, it's just like it's always dark. Jonathan Bird making an ace in the dark? It's like it never gets done. They always, like, there's always, like, if play has been suspended for darkness. I don't well, know. They, they, they have, like, 144 players in, like, yeah. 12 hours of daylight or something. 10 hours of daylight or something. I don't know. I, I, I actually i am going to change my favorite event. Mayakoba is my favorite because there's no fans. No fans. Every time. All right. It gives uh, us a glimpse into what golf cub, you know, the future of golf will be. Shriners is your least the one you could do without. I'll go with uh, the WGC in in Shanghai. Is oh, it's a terrible tournament. Horrendous. It's just lifeless. The course stinks. The field is apathetic. You know, there's more pub and and aggregation done around whatever they do in the pre-tournament like promo thing. Whether it's you know sword play or dangling from the rafters and things, I like love that, that though. I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the, the, that's it's most notable for that, and and everything else after that is but completely forgettable. See, I wouldn't get rid of it just for the the dress up. You could get rid of everything else. Somebody got hurt last year during it, right? Stenson. like throughout, his, they pulled like an oblique or his back as they were trying to lower him on the catwalk or whatever though <laughs> he's injured <laughs> did we cover that in the year in review yeah i think we did or did we stop we stopped at the tour championship i cannot wait for those year in review shows when i was doing my ricky audit today i was like hitting a couple couple good nuggets that'll be fun exercise great i can't wait actually that's my favorite week i mean i that is a lot of work that's like it's a lot of work but it's good it's fun to go through um all right uh which events or event is amplified by this new schedule the most like it's best greenbrier I have to say the Peacock Classic. Yeah, no longer opposite field. I mean, what, what's hurt the most? Houston. They were the week before the Masters. Now they're just kind of there in the fall. Yeah, I'd say Houston is definitely hurt. What do you think? Houston, just because of what they had. I'm not saying it'll be bad now. It's just kind of like they had a pretty sweet thing that they had kind of worked out and then really knew what they were doing week before the match. I think the Safeway got hurt a little too. Just not being that lead off event. I think the lead off events got some, you know, some juice. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I agree with that. I'm excited about the Green Bar this week. What's who's the rookie you're most excited to see or watch in this stretch? Uh, I mean, obviously, Victor Hovland's like the easy choice. Um, in terms of 
a little bit lesser known guys. Um, Scotty. No, he's not lesser known. But. I do like Scotty Scheffler. I've always liked Scotty Scheffler. Um, I, I I guess, you know, it, you got got to love, like, Scott Harrington's a great story. Yeah, I was going to say that's a good one. Um, there's Harry a, Higgs. Harry Higgs. It's a shotgun favorite. Shotgun start favorite. Well, I got my boy Christopher, too. <laughs> Christopher Ventura. That might be that might be my pick. Who was I reading today that just wrote him as Chris? I was like, oh, I don't want to show that to Andy. Be furious. Um, all right. You have any? Uh, is there a player with something to prove that like needs to actually do something in these one of these eleven events or a few of these eleven events? I mean, like all the young guys have to prove something. Like there, it, it without it, it's there's more events now. And with it yeah. being longer, like if you play bad, you're kind of screwed for the, for the rest of the year. What about Cameron Champ? Um, kind of something to prove. What? I don't know. He just that he could play golf again. He had what about really, Jordan Spieth? Is he even going to play any of these? I don't know. He might play like Shriners. Can we just call DJ Trahan a rookie this year? It's been eight years. How many starts does he have? Like 200? 100, 100 well, if you've starts? been off for eight years, I think you should become a, lot, a rookie again. <laughs> All right. If he, could, he could have been reinstated as an AM by the USGA in this time. All right, Wait. last one. Last question, and then we'll get this thing done mercifully. You have, you know, Jay Monahan calls you tomorrow and says, like, we have this fall this entire Q4, including September, do you have a blank slate? What would you do with it? There, you know, money's no issue. There's no conflict. You don't have to satisfy X, Y, and Z sponsor at X, Y, and Z market. How many events would you have? Like, where would they be? Not, you know, down to the letter, but just a few. Like, what would you do? Would you do anything? Would you just pack it in and go away? What, if you have a blank slate to do something with this, Q4, what would you do with it? And we're just talking PGA Tour. Now, you could certainly go outside the confines of the United States if you'd like. But what would you do with it? With this, where's the opportunity? I feel like, I feel like the silly season is like, should be, or not silly season, but Q4 should be like a laboratory. Like you should mix new markets, mix new title sponsors, mix up formats, have a little fun. If it fails, you, it goes You away. ready for it? Yeah, give it to me. I'd move the players to uh, to November, or December, and, and host it in Australia at Royal Melbourne every year. <laughs> Would you... Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I've given you the blank slate. You're allowed to go big. You're allowed to be crazy. Would that be the only event in the entire Q4? No, we'd have a lead up in uh, in Australia. <laughs> and uh maybe maybe we'd tie it to the Asian swing. We'd get rid of the China tournament. China that. Um and then maybe. we'd have we'd have like small like we'd have ninety field events that are only open to players that finished outside of the top one hundred or are rookies. Okay. I like that. And they'd be just like mini little events. They'd be like opposite field events, but they'd be like a hundred people, 
90. How many events would you play? Certainly not every week, right? In the fall? In, in the winter? No, no. I, I'd like, shut... You know when I'd shut it down? I'd shut it down like November 1. Yeah. I think Just that's to be good. done. Just go away for the holidays. Holidays yeah. can be all of November, December. And then you come back and in Hawaii, everybody's itching and ready to go. And you know, the they did they would have gotten to watch like the best, you know, event of the year, the 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 shark shootout. <laughs> and uh well, you know, I just contradicted my whole idea because I had the players moving to November or December. Well, if you want to get to Royal Melbourne, can you do it in October or is it better? Much I think, better. I think you want to wait. Wait till. Yeah. yeah I think that's like the, the shoulder well, season. Give it its own thing. All November. Right. All right. Yeah. We do one event in November. All right. And it's the go. players. That's how you'd change. Because it's fall. the gold standard. That's true. No other event should be in the month of the gold standard because it's that important. Takes Takes the whole stage to itself. All right, that's Andy's Andy's hack. Do you have anything? Eh, no, not specifically. I'd have to think about it more. I do. I just think we should experiment a little bit more with formats. This is the time where you do maybe two man events that don't necessarily give you two year exemptions. Yeah, <laughs> or, or stuff like that. Maybe a few match plays. Like the World Cup should be like a real PGA Tour event, like with more of a, a push behind it and put it. I'd love to see like markets like I don't know like Charleston get an event different 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 markets in the United States obviously international you talk I about I feel like if tour. you if you ran the tour the they would never go to a DMA of of like that's bigger than the top top 15 DMA <laughs> <laughs> We'd be playing in like Sioux City uh This is the, this is the problem with the tour like they only think it's like I gave this line to Will Barwell. Like they would move the Packers to like San Jose just because they could get more corporate nonsense. There's no sense of like brand, in my opinion. Like the Packers are a brand. The tour would just soon as the Packers are a CFL team and move it to and move them to San Jose because they could get like 10 more corporate suites out of it. That's what they would do. The brand should be in Colonial. The brand should be in those kinds of places. Anyways, all right, we're done. Nice little Wednesday show. We'll talk a little bit more Solheim. Look for a guest on Friday. We might be uh, together in the same room. Could be. I don't think I've seen you since Monterey. Is that right? Yeah. All right. So maybe we'll see see you guys Friday. Having a little offsite meeting. Is that what we want to call this? No, I don't think it's an offsite. <laughs> it's just a... Uh... I'm kidding. We're never on site. So we're always off site. Yeah. Maybe it's just a a meeting of the minds. A long range plan. Long range planning. If you have any ideas, send them our way. (laughs) Send them to Brendan, not to me. (laughs) All right. Talk to you guys on Friday.